On this week's episode of Down the Wire, it's time to do some way too early trade predictions, as well as test Tom's knowledge in football again. All this and more coming at you down the wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yeah, sports podcast down the wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yeah. Sports podcast down the wire. Down the wire. Yeah, down the wire. Yeah, Tom and Dave works. Yeah, down the wire. Yeah, down the wire. Yeah, down the wire. Yeah, Tom and Dave works. Episode yeah, number 139. Down the wire. Welcome into the show where we talk professional sports in unprofessional ways. My name is Tom. I'm here with my brother Dave. Oh, hello. I like that. You should do that every time. Um, Wait, the up and then deep. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, that, that it was it was different. I liked it. Good. I'm I'm glad. So uh, I could spice it yeah. up for you. So Unlike usually, those fucking Milwaukee Brewers. Oh, are we getting right to sports? Usually we do a grace period. Oh, sorry. I mean, yeah. sorry, I'm glad I could spice that up for you. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, fuck the Brewers. We'll talk about them after this. Um, Dave. Yes? Usually this is where we either talk about what we did since last doing this or a gripe we have since last doing this. It's more of a lifestyle show for the first five minutes right yeah um, sure so here's the thing here's the thing i when i left and came back uh this summer when we were doing all remote shows came back my jobs stayed exactly the same i could come back do both jobs and that was super awesome super happy i could just hop right in doesn't have to look for anything else um my days however did switch up at uh, my first job. So I was working Monday through Wednesday. Now I'm only working Mondays and Fridays, and then I have a lot more uh, availability to come in really whenever they ask me. And yeah. I might might come in one other day every other week or something. I, I get some hours, you know what I mean? Sure. It's just not physically written. And uh, so that means I also have more availability for my second job, okay? My second Hooker. job. Correct. I wish. That would be just all cash. It would be so much easier. And so my second job is very similar to your job, your second job. Ish. Where, well, no, I was just going to say where you, like, you call in your availability. Oh. Right? You know, yeah. you, you call in, hey, I can work. If you, you know, can't work, you call in, say you can't work, right? Yeah. Well, this one is... Similar, but instead of calling in, it's online. You kind of just fill out your availability online, and they seems legit. Schedule from there, right? Now, I have been at this job for almost three years now. It's two and a half years. Ah, yes. And I did not put in my availability this last week, and. Contrary to you, when you don't fill out your availability, you don't get scheduled, correct? Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, that's that's pretty much how it works. It's that seems like how it should work. Correct. Well, this when you don't put in your availability, they assume you're available just for anything. Correct. O okay. And so this last month and change, 
I've been filling out the same exact availability and they know I have a second job. And my availability was always don't schedule me Mondays and Fridays. And then after that, fair game. Right? Yeah. I'll figure it out. And knowing you, you've always been like, I'll work whatever. Right. So instead, the one time I don't fill it out, they load up my shit on Monday and Friday. And and nothing for the rest of the day? Right. Right. Well, I took off. LOL, 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 LOL. So I took off on Saturday. We got a thing coming up Saturday. Um, autonomy. If you guys want to come, comedy sports, be Please there. Do we would love to see you guys. It's Please a great time. Do. Always, we're doing it now for the sixth time. It's been a great time every single time after. I, I had to double back to make sure that that was right. I was, I was already there. looking in that direction, so I could do the math <laughs> very easily. Um, but yeah, you know, and so should I a b? How much blame should be on me, and how much blame should be on them for this mishap? Because I understand I didn't put my availability in correctly, okay? And I also understood that this is what they do when you don't have availability. But I would also like to think, because my boss is a good friend, just in general of mine, who I hang out with, do stuff with, whatever, I also would think that you know I only have two days a week. I can't work forever. Yeah, so I, I like, is it 50-50? Is it more on me? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you you can't put majority of blame on them. Correct. Because that's just how it's always been. It's always been this way. At the same point, I'm not, I think that they're definitely having some problems uh, if that's how they're fucking scheduling. Well, it also makes, I mean... I get it. He's looking out for me because I couldn't work Saturday. He's trying to get me another weekend day, whatever. Get some money in my pocket. Cool. I also just think that, like, and and I also understand this. You can't memorize everyone's schedule, right? You know, we got sure. 15 employees there. If you had to do that with everyone, you'd drive yourself crazy. That's why we have these availabilities. But... It it just makes no sense to me as someone who's been there longer than almost everyone there, and that there's always an assumption, like it, just no feel, no feel, right? Yeah, this is the same boss that when he was going to give me a key, uh, to the place when I you know I was in the management, he's going to give me a key, comes by and says, "Hey man, um, I totally was going to make you a key today, and then I accidentally made my house key again, so I don't have a key for you." <laughs> Cool. <laughs> How do you mix that up? How do you mix that up? Man, man, I I don't know. I'm all my I will say my keys are coordinated. I have like color coding for certain ones, shape uh, like shapes for the other ones, so I'm like old with it, but I I do it more for simplicity's sake, not so much like I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Um because like I I have a lot of keys. I I I have a lot of access to places. Good, good, good job. Yeah. Um, I had unlike uh, those fucking brewers. Yeah. Uh, what is the key to success in Milwaukee baseball landscapes? Because it sure seemed like at least uh, this city alone or this market alone was fooled by this team. It was fooled hard, and you know there were teams in this city that. You know, 2018, obviously, they had the great run to the NLCS. Yep. And they were winning in Game 7. They were one game away from the World Series. 
2011, they had a great run. Niger Morgan was the heart and soul of that team with the gauntlet that was Ryan Braun, Prince Fielder, back-to-back. But this team had them fooled for a completely different reason. And I think we had talked about it whenever we did talk baseball, which isn't always on this show, but... Whenever we did talk baseball, the Milwaukee Brewers had the same narrative, I think, all season. It was, wow, the pitching's good, but wow, the offense can't do shit. I mean, that was really how we knew this team was. That was their identity. But then this last month and a half or so, the offense really picked it up. You had unsung heroes like Mark Canna, Carlos Santana. You had the call-up of Sal Freelich that got people really excited. And Christian Yelich was having a serviceable season we were just talking about before we got there. So the offense seemed less concerning over the last 30 days or so. And people were like, okay, well, how do we do this? Then a bombshell of news came out right before the playoff starts. Brandon Woodruff gets shut down. Yikes. He wasn't going to pitch in the postseason or in the wild card for sure. And it really felt like his postseason an entire year was going to be done based on the injury history. And the team could not rally behind that news. They just could not. It also is a very common theme with Milwaukee baseball, just in general, uh, where someone gets hurt. Someone gets hurt. Now, this year it was Woodruff. Last time it was Devin Williams. Remember punching the wall just for no fucking reason? Yeah, yeah. We Um, We were going to buy him a wall. Yes, uh, Raleigh Fingers, even back in the 80s and 82, he got hurt. Uh, it, there's just It's always a theme, and I think I'm missing some even from there. There was big injuries that always flagged the Brewers when it came to the postseason. Um, but this this last two-game stint, what is your – do you have a gripe with the way the playoffs are scheduled now? Because well, that was a yes. big – I mean, first, first and foremost, the – they just let way too many teams in. Right. Um, I, I understand why they're doing it, but let's be honest. Uh, it's bad baseball. And especially to do it in a three-game series. Just like, what the fuck's the Is point? Is it better than a one-game? Because I feel like when you do the no. three-game... I feel like when you do the three-game series, though, you are somewhat eliminating the worst team. Not really. No, I, I mean, no, because again, it's all, it, it's not a seven game. If it's not a seven, then there's, then don't do it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it works fine for the regular season, but that being said, these teams were bad. They, is, like, is there a way to do it where only one or two wildcard teams make it and one team gets a bye. Yeah, so that's what they were doing, right? That's what it was. The two wild card teams would face each other. Yeah. So what if they did a wild card series that was a three-game series and then you jump into the five-game series. So there's only one series per league. No. So here's here's how you the long it. and short of it. It's just bad baseball. These are these teams are not good enough to get in. Um you know, even okay, so I mean the Brewers won 92 games this year. It's yes. a lot of fucking wins for this team. Yes, in arguably the worst or second worst division. Yes, yes. I, I, also, one worst. of the worst offenses to make the playoffs. Yes, yes. Like historically, yeah, bad. they were they were terrible on. But offense. that's that's 
that tracks for the Brewers. It also got bumped up a lot over this last month. Like, it would have been even worse if a month ago the playoffs Yeah, and started. they were still in the process of winning the division. Correct. Yeah, you know, so yes. it's not like they like this acquisition helped bolster them to that. Uh, uh, yeah, so let, let's start off with the playoffs thing. Honestly, go back to four-team playoffs, or eight-team, really. I, I personally want that. It's never going to happen because it's, you know, they don't want to lose that money. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't need more teams. I don't need more teams getting in, especially with the 30 that are in the playoffs or in the, the MLB right now. Um, I want I want less. Is that crazy? Like the Marlins were not good. Marlins had no business being there. Mm. Um, the Rays were suspect the entire time. Well, great start to the year, but then they really came down to earth after that ridiculous first month or whatever. They they became yeah. they became uh the the book was out on them. And they also lost a really big pitcher, McClanahan, at the beginning of the year. Uh it was interesting that they all were sweeps. Right? No, it's not. Because I, I was I'm literally going through this right now. So like the Marlins, bad team. The Rays, they were not good. And the Blue Jays, basically the Padres East okay, to an extent. I think the Brewers get a weird pass because of the fact that the whole division sucked. Okay. Uh, and, I, I mean, the Diamondbacks, congrats to winning. But also, they're going to get their ass kicked by the Dodgers. Fair enough. It would be the first team to ever eliminate the Brewers and not make the World Series then. First team ever, ever. Every time the Brewers have been eliminated in the world's in the playoffs, that team has won the pennant. Ever, ever, ever. Like since nineteen sixty, whatever. Well, they've made the first playoffs in eighty one. Yes. Wow, that's pretty wild. Isn't that an insane stat? Yeah. I mean, go back and look. Stat. I mean, more like a factoid. Sure, but it goes back to nineteen eighty one. Their first playoff. They were in the AL then, and. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I, I understand where you're going with this, but yeah. So like they weren't, they weren't a great team. It was it, pretty much any team that was going into the, uh, going to win the NL central was probably going to lose in the first round. They were on fraud watch. Yes. Whoever was there. Yes. For sure. On no, fraud watch. That being said, people need to not be mad. The brewers had no expectations Going into this season. Correct. I think they've far surpassed them. They absolutely did. Um, you know, having 92 wins, 92 people. Um, I, I, what did you expect with a team of rookies? Well, and so I, I said this to someone, uh, you know, team was really young. They're, they're setting up fine. And then they're like, oh, well, that's loser talk. And I'm like, okay, well, that's kind of fair, too. I mean, it makes a little bit of sense. But this team was also, they were they were such a, I don't know, they had one identity, and it was their starting pitching. Well, it was their pitching. I mean, their bullpen was good all year, too, so don't get me wrong. But after, they, their offense had no one who scared you. Not a single person, in fact. Because if you asked everyone in the organization, who do you think they would say their best offensive player is? 
well, the highest number you would get of what person that would be. Because I think it's Christian Yelich. Or William Contreras. I would I would love that answer. I think Willie Willie Contreras is fucking amazing and they should lock him up if they can lock him up. He's a young catcher, played a lot more catcher this year than he ever did. Uh, and he can hit to all fields really nicely. So I, I would be down with that answer. I think the most common answer you'd get though is Christian Yelich. Okay. Yeah. And he does not scare me. No. I uh, he's he doesn't have the pop that he used to. Again, his year was great compared to what he had been. Um, he gets on base. He draws a lot of walks. And he turned out how to... He, he figured out how to hit a baseball better again this Good season. Good for him. Yes. There's not a lot of power on the team. Um, there's not a guy who you're, you got to walk, it feels like, right? There's no one on the team where you're like, oh, we should walk to get to the next guy. You're like, fuck it. We'll just face this guy. Always. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would be curious, actually, of the playoff teams to know if they led or if they were at the bottom in intentional walks. I'm sure that's a stat I could find. But Well, how do you feel about the other teams that got eliminated? Um, I would say the Rays getting swept is a little bit, whoa. You know, usually, Even against the Rangers? Well, the playoffs is all about pitching and defense and uh, timely homers, right? Not necessarily who hits the most homers, which is also a big stat in the playoffs uh, as well. But also, you know, if you can just hit that three-run homer when you need to, right? And the Rays kind of fit that mold. They're they're a team that pitches lights out, plays good defense, and um, they're also able to have pretty timely homers throughout the entire time. Um, I did think the Rangers were a good team. I do think that the Phillies are a good team. I really hope the Twins do something. That would be fun to see them make a run at this thing. And when it comes to pitching and defense, I think Minnesota is one of the best teams in the wild card round at that. Uh, you know, the Phillies can't pitch for shit compared to their after their first two guys. You know, their bullpen always sucks. They can hit the lights out. And Texas lost all their best pitchers during the season to injury. So I'm curious to see as who, what wild card team should we do that? I guess let's, let's kind of pick the rest of this. Cause we, you know, the playoffs were over so quickly before our first last episode in this one or the first round, at least we should probably pick the rest of the playoffs here. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. So first series, uh, I think, that we'll start on the AL because I think this bottom right NL series is going to be the best one. Um, Twins and Astros. Um, Astros. So this is my upset. I think the Twins beat them. Really? I I like the Twins, man. I I do. They have really good pitchers all throughout that team. They they really revamped that starting rotation. Okay. Um, They have... Some exciting young guys as well. They play. They they hit the shit out of the ball. It might be more of my heart, but I also feel like there's got to be at least one upset or lower seed winning, right? That's going to be my team is the Twins to beat the Astros. Okay, okay. Um, I, here's my, my take with that. The Astros just have way too much playoff experience. Yeah, they're a factory. And the... To me, like, I just think there's no way 
There's no way that they don't make it one more round. I don't know. I think all those come to an end too. Is Baker still there? Right, Dusty's still there. Is yeah, he? yeah. I, I would. I like rooting for him, but I hate rooting for the Astros. Obviously, um, I think that Minnesota has it, and now they've won playoff games. You know, they broke a streak that was the twenty-one longest. years. Was it? Yeah, it was? it was. It was like zero and eighteen, and they lost eighteen straight playoff games, which just doesn't even seem possible. possible. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Joe Mauer never won a playoff game. Womp womp. Yeah, that's kind of wild. Um, all right, next, Rangers-Orioles. I would love to see the Orioles beat the Rangers. I think they can as well, too. I absolutely would love to see that, but, you know, is it possible? Is your dog dying downstairs? I don't know. Should you go check that real quick? Sure. Okay. I don't think you can hear it necessarily, but we'll just pause and we'll come back real quick just to see what the fuck's going on. And we're back. And we were talking about Rangers Orioles. Whoa. And I thought, I, I think Baltimore is capable. I, you know, I'm worried about the young team. But they're a really young team. But they also seem to have the best young talent. So, uh, I mean, go on. You, are you, it sounds like you're thinking your Rangers are your upset pick from what you were going off there. Again, I just see a lot of playoff experience in that. That Orioles lineup is younger. Um, and as much as I want the Orioles to succeed, cause really I want the Orioles to succeed. I just think like Scherzer finds him, his fucking, like his attitude mm. just goes nuts. Corey Seager had a fantastic year and he was a world series MVP back in the heyday. Yeah. You see so, what I mean? Yeah. I understand. I understand. Uh, NL, I think a little more chalk to get to the NLCS. I like the Dodgers over the Diamondbacks. Sure. I just don't think that, you know, they're, the benefit for them is that they, um, you know, they, they won these series early and they're going to get the two days off no matter what. It's kind of weird. There's no baseball today or tomorrow in this schedule now because of that. So Saturday is the next game. They can probably throw, oh, they will. I will guarantee they'll throw Merrill Kelly in game two or in game one because Zach Gallon went game two. That's probably the best guy they could throw. Um, so that would be exciting for them. But the Dodgers also are the fucking Dodgers, and they have maybe two of the best five players in the league on their team with Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts, like right up there. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll take I'll take the Dodgers. And this one I think could get sneaky. I the Phillies and Braves, you know, you got a divisional matchup here in the second round. The Braves and the Phillies are going to throw up so many runs in the series. Oh, yeah. So many runs. Because neither one of these teams is necessarily pitching forward. Um, and Especially the Braves who hit, I think, like, I don't know a hundred more fucking homers than the next team in the league this year. Their entire lineup is stacked. The Phillies have a lot of guys who can do the same thing on their lineup as well. Um, if someone dies, Nick Castellanos will probably hit like seven homers in one game just for the hilarity factor. You know how he goes. Yeah. Um, I do think the Braves win this one, but I do think that this is probably the best series. Yes. Yeah, I could I could see that. Um yeah. 
I don't know. I, I'm not really excited for this divisional round. It's the next, the conference round that I'm like, the, you know, that's championship. championship round. Yeah. That's the one that I'm like, ooh. I don't know, man. I think there could be some good series out of this. Like the Twins Astros, I think it's going to be more competitive than you think. And, you know, Baltimore would be a great story. And I really just don't like the Diamondbacks Dodgers. That's the one where I'm at. And I don't think the Diamondbacks did well against the Dodgers this season in the regular season. So, well, Tom, I, uh, I have a Bleacher Report article, your favorite, uh, because they love to do these early predictions, uh, or sorry, trade proposals. Oh, okay. You know, whatever. Are we making our World Series picks here, or we'll wait till next week? I was going to wait till next week. Okay, fine. Yeah, go go week to week here. Okay, draw that shit out a little bit. Braves Twins. Okay, Braves Twins. Yeah, I just had a hot take. That's a hot fucking take. Just wanted to get ahead of it. Uh, so again, realistic MLB trades that could happen this off season. Okay. Okay. I like, I like it. We've got number eight, Edward Cabrera of the Miami Marlins to the Dodgers Cincinnati Reds. Oh, out of pocket. Okay. Uh, so it'd be the Reds getting Cabrera and then the Marlins getting Jonathan India and uh shortstop Edwin Arroyo. Where do you feel on that? That's a random fucking trade. I mean, just out like super random to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like India is kind of a staple in Cincinnati right now. I mean, they're obviously transitioning that to L.A. De La Cruz, but I mean, Jonathan India has been there a long time. So they, they give a why it makes sense okay. for each team. So sure. do you want why, me to... why does this make sense? Okay. So for the Marlins, uh, even though Trevor Rogers missed almost the whole season and Sandy Alcantara and uh, Yuri Perez ended it on the IL, the Marlins still led the majors in war from 20-something-year-old starters. Okay. Okay. So between that and how the Marlins finished last in the National League in scoring, they're practically asking people to dream up arm-for-bat swaps. And if it's Edward Cabrera who ultimately ends up in the trade rumors this winter, well... It wouldn't be for the first time. Me personally, I think they should just get ahead of the Alcantara and try to capitalize on him because I think he might be uh, might be washed after last the year. Flash in the pan. Yeah, I mean, just you know, there's always a guy like that every once in a while. I don't root for it, and they don't. People, MLB teams don't do that anymore. They don't predict like that. They just hope beyond hope that it's actually going to like. Stay. Yeah, I think you could just get a much more exciting bat for Alcantara. So, all right, number seven, Shane Bieber to the Brewers, Boston Red Sox, mm. uh, Boston, and they could have a bunch of pitchers who don't gets, pitch on their team. Gets Shane Bieber, and the Guardians get Alex Verdugo and Willier Abreu. <sighs> I don't want to give up Verdugo if I'm. Boston, especially for Shane Bieber. I mean, how old is Bieber? I don't think he's that old, but again, it's just a guy who had one good year and it was during COVID that 2020 year. Yeah, but he's still doing pretty good. Like, I mean, he pitched a what? Three point Verdugo. Verdugo's got to be a clubhouse guy. I mean, all time vibes guy and his chains. I just, every time we talk about Alex Verdugo, I bring up his chains. They're so obnoxious. Uh, You know, it's, not that you can 
try to not admit defeat in the Mookie Betts trade, but getting rid of Verdugo does that. So I would say no on that one. All right. How about Logan Gilbert to the Yankees? St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, the Cardinals need pitchers. And I mean, but that's like Cardinals get Logan Gilbert and the Mariners get Nolan Gorman, uh, Brendan Donovan and Tyler O'Neill. Oh, my God. That's a terrible trade for the Cardinals. That's an Seems like a lot. That's a lot for Logan Gilbert, dude. It's three MLB guys. I mean, and Nolan Gorman's still young and he's got power from the second base, hits from the left side. Tyler O'Neill is kind of washed, so I don't hate giving up him. And who was the other one? Brandon Donovan? He can yeah. pretty much play anywhere. So Brandon, Yeah, Brandon Donovan. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that trade either. I don't like that one. Yeah. That's the really bit that's the first that's the one I like the least so far of the three. Yeah, this is so there's eight of them, by the way. Uh, okay. and they don't really give a reason why. Like they give a reason why they'd want to get I mean, the Cardinals uh, need pitching. The Cardinals absolutely need pitching. They couldn't pitch for shit. Yeah, and the team team easily, 5.07 ERA. Easily the most disappointing team of the MLB season, I would say. I mean, the Yankees, I guess, could argue that point too, but it, the it, Cardinals were pretty much a shoe-in to win the NL Central. On top of that too, like the the Mariners got have a lot of fucking um a lot of fucking pitching. Why would you doesn't that feel like you're asking for a lot? I don't know. That feels weird to me. All right. Tyler Glasnow of the Tampa Bay Rays to the Twins. L.A. Dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> so Glasnow uh, goes to the Dodgers and the Rays get Emmett Sheehan, Sheehan yep. and Gavin Stone. Okay. Yeah. That feels right. That one makes more sense because... Emmett has he made a I think he made a start at the end of the year. Otherwise, he was really good in AAA all year. So he's a solid pitching prospect. Uh, but Glasnow just doesn't pitch anymore either. I mean, like never. I mean, it's it's a ridiculous number, like as low as it is. He's really good when he pitches, but he never pitches. So I don't love that trade for the Dodgers. I mean, I don't love that trade for the Dodgers. Go ahead, do it because I don't care. But yeah, I mean, the Dodgers are going to be in on every fucking free agent. Yeah, they're just going to get Shohei Otani. So why do you need it, Why do you need fucking... Making a trade for Glasnow. Like, yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, number four, Dylan Cease to... The Mets. Houston Astros. Ooh. Uh, so, you yeah. think they trade him in the league, hey? Uh, Cease, well, I mean, yeah, but it's... Again, AL Central versus AL West. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Astros get ceased. White Sox get uh, Yainer Diaz. Yeah, you nailed it. Is that right? I think. <laughs> and JP France. Doesn't seem like a lot for Dylan Cease at all. Yeah, I, I feel like this is weird. Uh, they, they could definitely get a better package for Dylan Cease. Um, I'm trying. Yeah, but the White Sox will sell. That's for sure. But still feels like they could get a better package for Dylan C's. Yeah, they're not really talking too much about this either. Honestly, uh, I forget who the fuck the guy that wrote this. Just he's saying a lot of like, uh, but not giving like enough content, mm -hmm. which sounds like fucking Bleacher, Bleacher Report. Report. Uh, number three, Pete Alonzo to the Brewers. <laughs> no, Chicago Cubs. Oh, my God. Uh, and yeah. they'll give up 
a Fig Newton, and Pete Alonso, and uh, catcher Kevin Parada to the the Cubs and the Mets get Cade Horton and Matt Mervis. Listen, Milwaukee, if you can't get a better trade package than Cade Horton and Matt Purvis, all right, like, figure it out. And I know I said his name wrong. Yeah, uh, Horton is the number 17 prospect. Are they not going to re-sign Bellinger? I feel like they might just re-sign Bellinger. I, I, look, man, I don't know. I, I, I'm just telling you. I think they're just going to re-sign Cody Bellinger. Uh, this is the one that you've been waiting for. Corbin Burns to uh, the Yankees. Clo- you're getting closer and closer. New York Mets. No shot. Mets no get shots. Corbin Burns and the Brewers get uh, shortstop slash second baseman Ronnie Mar- uh, Mauricio, Mauricio. Yeah, Mauricio and outfielder Ryan Clifford. No, absolutely not. Why That's... would they have another fucking outfielder? Like... Does he mention David Stearns in that? Does he mention Stearns in there? I can neither confirm nor deny. (laughs) Like, it's literally just because of David Stearns. That's just the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Um, No, no, that will not be the trade. He will be at the Yankees. He will be at the Astros. He will be at the Dodgers. He'll be one of the very big, successful premier teams. Yeah, this here's the the quick, the long and short of it. The Brewers need offense, plain and simple. In this trade, they'd get a power hitting middle infielder to pair with Willie Adamas and an outfield prospect who hit 24 home runs in 115 games in the low minors this season. No, it doesn't make any sense. It, they don't I, need more outfielders. They really don't. They need a have shortstop. so many fucking outfield prospects, no, and they don't need a shortstop because they're they're in love with Willie Adamas for maybe. Well, don't forget, this is, a, this is a second base slash shortstop. Yeah, they, I mean... And I don't think they're going to give up on Bryce Terang like that either. No, I don't either. I, I think Mauricio also is not trying to play second base. He's trying to play shortstop. So it, it's, I don't yeah. like that at all. That's, and, that's, if we get two fucking prospects for Corbin Burns, I'm going to spit. Number one, Juan Soto. Two, Ooh, the Mets. New York Yankees. Uh. <laughs> Juan Soto, uh, Yankees get Soto, and the Padres get outfielder Spencer Jones and right-hander Chase Hampton. Big L for San Diego, not just to totally be asked this year, but to not get a contract on Juan Soto. Man, I, I, just to give up all of that. And not get a contract. And not get anything. You don't even need the contract. He it, had a good year this year. Yeah, and where are the Padres right now? Yeah, not in the playoffs. Not in the playoffs. I, I understand. I And that was what? Was that last year that they traded for him? Two years ago, and they made the playoffs last That feels year. too long. Two years ago? No way. That feels way too long. Is this his first full year with the Padres? I actually think it is. I'm just typing Juan Soto. Why are you typing in all of baseball reference? 2011 Detroit Tigers. Interesting. It, man, it's just what popped up, okay? Um, I go down more. That's just last. Uh, yeah. No, 2022. Okay, yeah. It was last year they traded him, huh? Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I um, That's a big L. 
I don't understand why you wouldn't have locked him up. Yeah. Um, I, man, this, this feels like nothing. And honestly, this whole list just feels bad. Yeah, that was, that was a, that was a great waste of time there, Dave. That's fine. You're welcome. So can we transition to the NBA? Oh, sure. Um, Devin Vassell, big deal. I'm kidding. We're not talking about Devin Vassell. Is it Vassell? Yeah. I said Vassell. Uh, just unnecessary money for him. Unnecessary. Well, it's very necessary for him. It's unnecessary for the Spurs to offer yes. him $146 million. But the other big news, we talked about it last week, Damian Lillard a buck. Uh, now the aftershock of that deal, Drew Holiday, a Boston Celtic. Um, this was the worst case scenario in this trade, I think, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I would think so. I still think you make this trade a uh, hundred times out of a hundred. Were you waiting for me? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't disagreeing. Okay. Um, but Boston really was not the place you wanted him to land. You knew he was going to get traded after. I do want to say this though. While I do think Boston got better. I also think that they got worse. I should think the Bucks should still be favored. And this is why. This is why. Boston lost a shit ton of glue this offseason. Yeah. They lost a lot of glue. And what I mean by that is their depth got destroyed. destroyed. Especially in this trade. I also, I mean, people are forgetting, you know, they brought in Porzingis. They lost Marcus Smart in that trade. Yep. I mean, that's a that is your PJ Tucker esque Draymond Green same vibe. Like that to me was the heart of Boston. Yeah, he you he's, know, he had been there so long, and you know everyone loved him, and he was a scrappy ass motherfucker. I mean, he was ready to go. You know, hard nose, nose to the grind, whatever it is. Okay, then this trade comes about. And you have to give up Malcolm Brogdon and Robert Williams? That's a lot of fucking glue they gave up because Brogdon was disgusting for them. Robert Williams was their defensive anchor when he was out or when he was out there playing for them. The Bucks have they they bring in a guy who is now a another all NBA caliber player. And the depth on this team is still really fucking good. Oh, yeah. Really fucking good. Yeah. So they bring in the bum-ass bum dog campaign. Oh, that that's the Bucks. Yes. Yes. As well during this time frame since we recorded last. Um, and that was just a reference to 670 the score when campaign Jason was, Goff. was playing in Chicago still. And he coined him the bum ass bum dog. Yeah. Which is Legendary. an all time line. All time line from that Chicago radio. All timer. Um, but since then, campaign has turned into a very solid role player in the NBA. Very yeah. solid. He will be the backup point guard to Damian Lillard. Let's go. The Bucks brought in Malik Beasley. Huge. 
I yeah, I think it's a really good one. Starter caliber player. He'll be at the two. If it's not him, it'll be Pat Connington, who say what you want about him. Uh, he's been with the organization and started with the organization for a long time now and understands chemistry on that team, right? The three that he does. The three will be Chris Middleton and the four Giannis, who has Bobby Portis to shift in anywhere of the three through five positions with the Lopez brothers to now also be the centers on the team. Yes. I love I love what the Bucks did in the offseason. I would say it's an A plus offseason. A plus offseason. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Absolutely. A plus. Um losing Drew absolutely sucks. You know what though? He was very inconsistent in playoff play. He while was absolutely an amazing defensive player. He's an offensive liability. Well, in the playoffs also, he really couldn't guard the best guy like they wanted him to. You know what I mean? He guarded Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler got, I mean, just torched Milwaukee. Absolutely torched him. So now he's getting torched for that, whatever that hair was. Yeah, the email look. That was was funny. That was great. Um, He's back to normal now, so it's all good. Um, I think now that Drew's gone, Giannis would just guard Jimmy Butler if it needed to be. Um, they'll let that work out. Maybe Chris, I don't know, whatever they want to do with that. Um, the Bucks, while it is bad news that Drew Holiday is a Boston Celtic and their starting lineup is also very good, disgustingly good. Better starting lineup? Starting lineup, not the full team. Boston. Okay. Boston absolutely has the best starting lineup. Drew Holiday, Derek White, just who the fuck's scoring on them? That's their one two, with Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Chris Stops. That's so, a really yeah, good starting lineup. Chris Stops uh, is potentially an injury guy. Oh, hundred percent, he'll be injured. So hundred percent, he just gets injured. You know, just here. just throwing that out there. Correct. So that's why when there is this reaction to the national media for where Drew Holiday landed, um, you know, fuck you, Brian Windhorst. Who? I mean, it's Brian Windhorst. Who? What? Absolutely just downplay the Damian Lillard trade so much because the, he hates the market of Milwaukee. Yeah. And uh, well, don't you know, forget he's a Bron guy. I under I understand. I just wanted to say that I do think the Boston starting lineup got better and they do have the best starting lineup in the NBA. I'm Congrats. very very confident on that. I still think Milwaukee really struck big with getting a guy who is capable of being a top 10 player in the league. And they nailed the depth this off season. Um, don't forget also a tremendous nickname now to add with Giannis freak time, freak time. Love it. Mm-hmm. How can you not? Um, I honestly, I think the biggest portion of this is going to see the role of Adrian Griffin. Yes. Uh, because really, he is the only one that is going to be able to fix this. It seems like the team is transitioning to a much more um, player-centric team. Whereas, you know, with 
the likes of Phil Jackson, Greg Popovich, you you give a lot of credit to the coaching that yes. got you to with those points. Um, with LeBron, you know, you pretty much forget about whoever coached LeBron when he won a championship, right? And Ty Lue. Exactly. So, oh. you know, you're you're not really focused on who was the coach. With Jokic, no you, no one really thinks of Mike Malone when you're talking about the, the – I almost said the Broncos uh, – when you're talking about the Nuggets. So it seemed like they wanted less noise at the coach position, and Adrian Griffin does that, and get more attention on – the product on the court. Damian Lillard absolutely does that. Giannis already is doing that. I think Chris benefits from this trade a lot. You get him to be a number three instead of a number two now. Uh, you know, I'm I'm really excited for the Buck season. Really excited still. Oh, I'm happy for you. But we're not quite there yet. We are in football season. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Oh, did you want me to... Did you want me to... Do this. What a cover. What a cover. All right, Tom, I've got another trivia for you. Uh, now, I'm going to put this up to you. I've got two different things, and I want uh, you to pick which one. Uh, so I have one that's a a like actual trivia, so prolonged over. Let's see. Let me double check. Uh, I just want to ask you one or the other. Is Adam Levine or the beat better in that song? The beat. Yeah, definitely. Right. Um, so I can I can ask you about like an all time about the current NFL mm. or we can do a fantasy current oh. in the NFL. All-time NFL. Last time we did fantasy, I got fucked. Oh, no, this one, the, the fantasy one is like you to tell me things, not selection. Yeah, and I'll say Jamal Charles, and I'll cry again. So that's... No, no, it's for this year. No, the other I want I want all-time. Okay, okay, okay. So, I have... If it's all-time fantasy, I don't want tw- It's not all-time fantasy. Okay, I was just making sure. No, no, no. It was going to be like... The fantasy one was going to be like... Who are the the scoring leaders in the NFL? Got it, got it. Uh, but I got the players with three plus receiving touchdowns in a single game that are still in the NFL. Oh my god! Can I go back to the fantasy one? If you want, yeah, I'd rather do that. <laughs> I don't think it's that hard. No, yeah, I'm just I'm done on that one. Were you yeah. gonna give me a team on the other one? You're not gonna get a team for either. Yeah, then I let's mean, do I'll fan- help you let's out. Let's do fantasy then. Let's do fantasy. Then. There, there's 29 players. The fucking thing. We I probably would, can do both. You I, don't even realize. Okay, let's start with fantasy. All right. Then. Okay, fantasy. So let's uh, let's start out. Uh, give me give me the top five scoring quarterbacks. Okay, in the NFL this season, top five scoring quarterbacks. I would guess. Tua is in the top five. Tua is number six. Okay, so that <laughs> is dumb. Um, wow. Uh, I don't think it's traditional. I mean, Josh Allen in the top five? 
Josh Allen's number two. Okay. He's got 94.5 WKTI. ESPN Milwaukee. Um, what would another one be there? It's not Joe Burrow. We know that much. I love. Is I Lamar love, up there? Lamar is number four. Okay. 86.8. Okay. Okay. I don't think Mahomes is there. Just judging based on your face. Is Jalen Hurts there? Uh, Jalen Hurts is on the list. He is number five. Okay, so I need 84. one. 84.8. I need one, right? Uh, and three. One you, need, and, you need two. One and two. No. I, oh, you need one and three. One and three, okay. Sorry, I thought you meant like one as in one left. <sighs> I mean, Tom, there's one really obvious answer. Really obvious. Uh, CJ Stroud on the list? <laughs> no. He's number 10, though. Really? That feels you're, shocking. Oh, you're about to be really shocked. Justin Herbert? Justin Herbert's number one. 96.7. And then I'm shocked at number three. Is it? Oh, number three, you'll be shocked. Is it Big Cock Brock? Nope. Dak Prescott? Nope. Kirk Cousins? Nope. Stick to Kirk Cousins. Um, Jordan Love. Jordan Love. Nice. 88.2. Okay, I wanted to say Jordan Love, but I didn't want to look like a homer from the jump. That's so okay. That's that was, okay. That was fine. Okay. Ta- uh, where do you want to jump to next? Uh, wide receiver. All right. So for, since it's the fantasy, uh, I'm going to have you give me the top 10. Oh, my be- God. So because oh, it's, it's fair. It makes sense. Well, I don't think I'm going to be as good as this now. Okay. I think you'll be fine. Puka and Tyreek are one and two, some order there. Tyreek is number one. Puka Nakua is number seven. Don't forget, uh, Puka didn't have a lot of touchdowns. Oh, you're right. Just had a lot of uh, yards. Okay. Um, somewhere else in this list is another name. Is Michael Pittman in there? Uh, no. Okay. I don't know. I just was looking at the list of there. Oh, Mike Evans. Uh, Mike Evans is. He's got to be there. Got Number it. nine. Okay. I would have thought he'd been higher. Um, okay. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen's actually number three. Okay. He's got 68 points. Mm. Brandon Ayuk. Number 10. Okay. He's only at 44. Yeah, he had that all in like one game too. He had a really crazy game. Um, Tom, stick to the names. Yeah, I know. Hey. And just rattle off those. I, I, I'm scared to, okay. Um, A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown, number eight. Okay. Okay. Wide receiver, number eight. Uh, J, well, no, Jalen Waddle missed game. Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs, wide receiver, number four. Okay. Okay. Uh, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> number two, wide receiver, number two. Okay. okay. There's... There are, what does that make? Two left, one you should get, and one I think you might be surprised. Calvin Ridley. No. Don't forget, I think Ridley ended up sitting out another game, didn't he? No, I think he played right away. Um, Debo? Nope. Christian Kirk? Nope. Just wanted to see if that would make it. You know, I love him. 
Are you trying to get the the chalk one or the not so chalk one? I was trying for not so chalk there. Uh, CD Lamb. No. Mike Williams. No, he didn't play. Never mind. Don't say that one. Uh, Devontae. Devontae is number six. Okay, so so I you're missing uh, wide receiver number five. Who's the rookie? So chalk one. Oh, rookie. Is it Zay Flowers? No. Uh, that's too good of a team. Okay, he's not on the Panthers or the Bears. Needs to be a worse team. <laughs> I like uh, you giving me these face like, uh, is this what you're meaning? A rookie. I believe he is. JSN? Nope. Jordan Addison? Nope. I'm judging if he's a rookie now. I don't think he's a rookie. Okay. Hold on. I think you're wrong. I think I'm right. Okay. Um... Uh, Nico Collins. Nico Collins. Not a rookie. He's not. No. Yeah. Okay. See, that's what I was actually thinking. Nico Collins, and then I okay. Was like, I, he's not a rookie. Okay. okay. Well, that's my bad. Okay. Uh, it's just because I haven't heard of him before. Still good. Still got it. Yeah. Still got it. Even though I knew he wasn't a rookie. All right. All right running backs. Running backs. All right. Give me your top. Yeah, let's go five. Do you want or do you want to go ten? Let's go seven. Okay, okay, that's gross. No, no, pit, no, pick six. I okay. We're going five then. McCaffrey, number one. This is why I didn't want to go ten. Um, uh, Devon A. Chain, uh, number three. I'm I'm surprised you got that one so fast. Um, Raheem Mostert, number two. Um, Another first-year guy uh, out of the West. Allegedly. No, no, no. no. Sorry. Oh, well, Bijan. No, uh, no, actually. Bijan is number 10. Wow. Okay. Sorry. uh, I meant uh, not first-year as in rookie. I just meant first-year starter. Sorry. Tony Pollard. Uh, he is wide receiver number nine. Running back. Oh, no, uh, tied for number 10. Sorry. Sorry, that's what I meant. Um, In the West, first year starter. Oh, God. And I have one more to get, too. Is it, uh, is Pacheco up there? No. No, okay. No, he was, uh, so this guy was a rookie last year. Hmm. That doesn't help me right now. Uh, He is on a former Super Bowl champion team. Is Kenneth Walker up there? Uh, He is. Wide receiver number five. Running back. back. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay, was that the... Well, that wasn't the first year starter, though. He started last year, right? Yeah. Okay. Same division. Oh. Oh. That... Right, who the fuck is the Rams running back? Kyron Williams. Oh, nice. Nice. I wouldn't have got that. Fair. Fair. Yeah. All right. You ready for tight ends? No, uh, not at all. <laughs> okay. This one is like all non-typical guys, right? Uh, if we do top five. 
None. I would say. I actually. I would say that you should get. Can I say guys that I think won't be there? Sure. Kelsey, not there. He's right? wide, uh, tight end number six. Kittle. I don't even know where the fuck he's at. Andrews. Well, you're wrong. I'm si- He's in the top five. He's uh, tight end number one. Oh, really? Good for him. And then Darren Waller not going to be there either because he sucked as well. Yes. Okay, after that. Um, hmm. Is Hunter Henry? Uh, tight end number five. Okay. Got that. Got that. Pretty Nailed crazy, it. right? Yeah. Yeah, it is crazy. Fuck. Um, Hawkinson. Uh, tight end number three. Okay. Uh, Tom, stay in the division. Uh, Laporta, tight end number four. Was that the stay in the division hint? Um, Keep staying in the division. Yeah. Okay. Who's the Packers tight end? Well, it's not the Packers. Cole Komet. Cole Komet is tight end number two. What? Ew. Yeah. Okay, that was all of them. That's right. all of them. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Outside of that, uh, Dallas's defense is number one. Oh, know that. Sure. I can go there. I wasn't right. going to go that crazy. Yeah. It's, Dallas. That's all you need to know. Cause they're uh, way Dallas, ahead of everyone. Uh, Buffalo, Seattle, Tampa, and Pittsburgh. I would have said Pittsburgh, but I wouldn't have said the rest of them. I wasn't going to go to the like kickers or defense. Do you want the kickers? No. Okay. I don't know. I think you did. Did. Too bad. I think you psyched yourself out more than anything. Yeah, I guess. Um, Mostert, second highest scoring running back. Mostert and Achain. Yeah. Two, three. Yeah. I, I mean, let's be honest. That's all from the one game. Yeah, it's all 70 point game. That'll yeah. do it. All right. Cool. Should we make picks? Let's go. Um, We won't be picking the Packer game this week. They're on Monday. Womp, womp. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me give a scoring update. Oh, you finally do it when you're leading? <laughs> finally? Because you haven't done it the last yeah, four uh, fucking uh, weeks, uh, unless I reminded you. Uh, yeah, I got 40 and 23, and you are 39 and 24. Yeah. So we do so well if we just don't do the plus 21s. Just saying, guys. But what are you talking about? I'm I'm saying, like, our records get worse because we always give ourselves a loss. You know oh, sure, I mean? sure, sure. You know sure. what I mean? Like, we... Our game record is actually better than this. That's that's half the fun. Correct, correct. No, I'm 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 just telling people, hey, if you want to bet money lines, we do all right. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean. Uh, that being said, I do have a plus twenty one win. Um, yeah, which one? <laughs> uh, that was last week. Uh, yeah, last week with the uh, Chicago and Kansas City. Mm, I don't remember that. That wasn't last week though. Two weeks ago, same difference. Mm. No, mm. last week, as in like last week's picks. No, nope. wait, no, that no, was right. that doesn't make sense. Two though. weeks ago, I don't know. Now I'm now I'm sus on you. What are you sus? I have the the things right here. Okay. It's week three. Fuck you. You, I, I never realized why I let you be in charge of this because but. you couldn't develop a spreadsheet this nice. All right, first up, Chicago and Washington. Uh, yeah, that's tonight. Yeah. It's, I mean, Tom, am I wrong to say Washington? 
Am I? No, I'm actually wondering a plus 21 on this one. Oh, my. That seems like a big risk. Yeah, but the Bears also played like their best offensive game. I think they might play all season last week. Okay. And two weeks in a row of that seems sus. All right. I'll just take Washington to win for now. Okay. That's, that's a candidate for me. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Washington as well. Okay. Uh, next up, it's Jacksonville and Buffalo. In London. London. It's in... Uh, and, it, Buffalo's Ta- Tottenham. The, Tottenham. Buffalo's the home team. Even yeah, though I Jacksonville mean, stayed not. there yeah, for not. two weeks. They're, they are, but they're not. So... Like, this is kind of a sneaky game. No? Trap game. For the Buffalo Bills? Yeah. I... Kinda take Jacksonville then. I'm seeing what you're doing. I'm gonna take Buffalo. Okay, I'll, I might come back to this. I'll come back to it. Oh, okay. Well, if you switch, I'm gonna take Jacksonville. So, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, are you trying to get baited? No, I'm trying to bait you. Okay. Uh, next up, New Orleans and New England. This is kind of an awful game. This is an awful game. Ugh. I don't want to pick this one even. Uh, Patriots looked awful last week. Saints just don't look good at all either. Um, is Derek Carr playing? Because I, I, I think hope that not. Yeah, I think that makes me think the Patriots win. Oh God! Because um, I really think the Saints are ass. Did you see Alvin Kamara broke the record for most or for least amount of yards on 13 catches last week? Guess what the previous low? Okay, so here's the previous low. 13 catches for 76 yards. That was the previous low. Okay. Alvin Kamara had 13 catches for 33 yards last week. Yikes. He had a 10-yard completion. <laughs> he had 12 catches for 22 yards. Something like that. 23 yards. Derek Carr is listed as active. Give me the Patriots. I gut tells me to take the Patriots too. Oh God. All right. Yeah. I'll take the Patriots. Next up, Tennessee and Indianapolis. Hmm. Tennessee had a big win last week. They did. Indianapolis I'm, fought last week, right? They, I'm going to take Indy. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, Indy right off the rip. I think that this is a game that we're going to see Anthony Richardson like take that next step again because he's done pretty damn good for himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to take Indy. I'm going to come back to that one. Okay. okay. All right. Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Oh, in man. Pittsburgh. This might be like the week that we just sink. This is trap city all week. Yeah. All week. These are all trap games. I mean, absolutely all trap games. Cause this seems like a Mike Tomlin win. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, like it just seems like a game where Mike Tomlin's like, fuck you. Yeah. And honestly, it does not get easier. Much better. No, like these, yeah. these lineups are, it's all traps. Fuck. I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take Baltimore. Okay. I don't love that though. I don't love that at all. Can I can I come back to that one? Whoa. I know like I'm I really I feel like if you want to come back to that one you have to pick Jacksonville and Buffalo right now. 
Or you have to pick. You can only have one comeback, and you have to pick your last one if you don't want to pick oh. this one. Fine. Fine. I'll I'll do that. Um, I'm going to take Buffalo. Okay. All right. You going Jacksonville? No. You I said, said you'd switch. No, I said I'd switch to Jacksonville if you took Jacksonville. That's not what you said. That is what I said. Well, let's go Jacksonville then. Okay, I'll take Jacksonville. All right, let's go. I like that. I like that a lot more. Feels fun. Okay. Uh, Carolina, Detroit. Uh, Lions and plus 21. All right. All right. I don't disagree with you on this. Um, but I think I have better, like I have other options. Um, yeah, Detroit's going to should, should destroy Carolina. Mm-hmm. It's in the Ford yeah. Dome field, Ford, Ford field. field. Uh, yeah, like if they lose, good Lord, they are mm. f- such fucking disappointments. Yes. All right. Houston, Atlanta. I'm going to take the Texans. Yeah, I I am taking the Texans. I like the Texans. Like, I'm not going to place a plus 21, but if Desmond Ritter stays in, mm. this is a this is a plus 21 candidate. Stroud boys. Yeah. Yeah. We're Stroud guys. Uh ooh, God. Don't. <laughs> um, yeah, like it really is to me. I think Desmond Ritter is trash. I think they're finally seeing it, but there is such a movement for Taylor Heineke right now. Oh, if Taylor Heineke is playing, I want. I want an hour before I can switch if Taylor Heineke gets it out. Fuck so. you. That's what I'm saying. Fuck you. I just want to be able to switch if I want to. I'm not even saying that's going to totally convince me, but it'll make me think. Next up, New York Giants, Miami Dolphins. Give me the Dolphins. Give me plus 21. Okay. This one feels... They got their shit kicked last week. Yeah, and uh, what happened to the Giants? They got their shit kicked last week. Arguably worse than the Dolphins. Yeah, I'll take Miami. Uh, Next up, Cincinnati and Arizona. This one, again, is kind of sneaky. This is gross. Um, Kind of a shit 3 o'clock slate. That's my thoughts on this. Um, Are, Are you insane? You know, okay. No. Three o'clock slate. I mean, okay. I guess there are four I guess. games. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yes, I'm going to take the Bengals. <sighs> Bounce back game. I also think that could blow up in my face. This is the ultimate test. If the Bengals suck, mm, you know what? I'm going to take the Bengals too. My chair just broke out of nowhere. I have no idea. I literally just went like that. I wasn't we'll leaning on her glue anything. It or some yeah. shit. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the Bengals, and okay, so this will be the judgment of if they're ass. This, I'm going to take the Bengals, and I'm also going to predict like a 200-yard game from Jamar Chase. And Joe Burrow is going to have 205 yards passing. Yes. Uh, okay. Next up, Philly and L.A. Rams. Eagles. Hmm. Eagles. You know what? I'm going to take the Rams. Okay. Thank you. I think I think Philly showed a lot of weakness last week mm-hmm. playing against uh, a supremely inferior Washington team. I don't think the commanders are that bad. Compared to the Rams? I think they're about the same level team. 
wow. Okay. Well, all the more reason to to say that the Rams could win. I'll take the Eagles comfortably. Okay. New York Jets, Denver Broncos. Now, this game sucks. I mean, hear me out. You pick first. New York Jets. Um, Zach Wilson outplayed Patrick Mahomes last week. Yeah. Like, legitimately, first time ever that Patrick Mahomes was outplayed. Yeah, but how, like, confident are you that the Jets are. Tom, Zach Wilson looked really fucking good last week. He did. He did. Okay, I'm going to come back to this one, and then I'm going to pick the Colts to beat the Titans. Wow. I'm just going to come back. I just want to, I want more time to think on that one. All right. Uh, next up, Kansas City, Minnesota. Chiefs. Yeah. Um, yes. Minnesota. I don't know. Like, Kansas City, again, is kind of falling apart, too. I don't think Minnesota is going to be the one to kind of do that, though. Correct. And Dallas, San Francisco. 49ers the best team in the league. Yeah, but I don't think that's a, a hard, a hard like best team. There is no dominant team in the league. The 49ers are pretty much right there. I'm sorry. Who has who have the 49ers beat, Tom? I don't care who. They beat Arizona. They beat uh let's see, who else? The other one. Mm. I can't find it. Did they have they must have played a Monday day game or some shit. Uh, they beat the Rams and they beat the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. So it does a bunch so of. So it feels teams. like they. What? You just got done calling the Rams solid. I mean, Steelers. We were talking about could beat the Ravens this week. 49ers are the best team in the league, and I don't think it's close. I. Okay. Okay. I think they've had some level of competition. All right. So I need to pick Baltimore, Pittsburgh. And I need to pick Jets, Broncos. Oh, God. I'll take the Broncos just for splits. I, I think that game sucks. It It's it's pretty fucking abysmal. Yeah. Um, ugh. And Baltimore, Pittsburgh. God, I really do feel like Tomlin could just, like, fuck you. Yeah. No, I, I understand. What does is Kenny Pickett playing? Yes. But didn't he have like an injury? Ooh, yeah. Trubisky just came in, I think, though, last week. He got hurt, did he? Yeah. Right now he's feeling good. Practicing with knee injury. Ooh, a knee injury too? Yeah, give me Baltimore. Okay. Okay. All right. I don't think I made one wrong pick all week. Including my plus twenty one. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I think I'm going to nail it all week. All right. Those are the picks. Quick hits. Let's go. Uh, All right. Dave. Breaking news. Dick Butkiss died. Mm. 80 years old. Team of Destiny Bears tonight. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm gonna piss on his grave as like they lose by like forty. Uh okay. Um how about this? Um Mr. Beast. You hear about this? 
No, it's Mr. Beast. Why would I know about it? He bought a sponsorship and will be the jersey patch for the Charlotte Hornets this year. Oh, I did see this. Yeah. God damn it. Is that where he lives? Yeah, he's from North Carolina. His, his last girlfriend went to uh, Greenfield. Whoa. Like, I didn't know her, but I knew people who knew her. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Just like DM'd him on Instagram and like DTF or something. I don't know. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it's interesting, an influencer buying a ad, and it is, like, such a Mr. Beast move to just be like, I have fuck you money, so yep. fuck you. Cool with that. Um, Dave, I know you're upset. Uh, this Logan Paul fight is nine days away, and he was going to fight uh, Dylan Dennis. I don't know if he's going to fight Dylan Dennis anymore. It might be Mike Perry now. Um, but... There's been a lot of beef on that one where they have been going back and forth on, like, beef on Twitter. And Dylan Dennis seemed like he was going to pull out the whole time. And it looks more official now. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dave, the (sighs) Phoenix Suns have launched their own direct-to-consumer streaming platform. Oh, like, uh, what is that, like Yankees Network type called shit? called Suns Live. The service will include live games and replays, tripling availability throughout Arizona. 15 bucks a month huh? or 110 for the year. Okay. What else are they going to show on there? It's Phoenix Mercury as well. Okay, as I said, what else are they going to show on there? Um... Yeah, I don't know. But, I, I mean, it's just Bally's, right? It's like having Bally's Sports Plus or whatever the fuck it's called. I guess. Yeah, but it's now only the Suns. Weird. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Did you see Utah, their NIL collective yeah. gift, brand new Dodge Ram 1500s? Good for them. To all 85 scholarship players? Good for them. I will continue to drive my 2010 Ford Fusion. Ya fucks! It also it, it goes away if they transfer, and it also goes away um, if, what's it called, they, like, drop out or something. <laughs> okay. Like, or if how they do run you, out of scholarship. How I think do they you... only get it while they're enrolled in school. I don't think they can keep it at they might have the option to like oh, buy so it at it's the like end. A loan? Right. Oh, that makes it significantly less cool. Right. I don't think they're giving them the trucks to have forever. All right. Okay. Sure. Okay. And then I did think I had one more. One more. Let me just double check. Um It sounds like Caleb Williams is going to stay. Oh, you know what? Actually, you know what? This one's more fun. Did you see the national media attention our boy Grant Bills got? Ooh, I did not. So a guy at the New York Post, Ryan Glashspiegel. God bless you. Um, wrote an entire story on the radio host, Wisco Grant, a theory that Paige Sporanic bobblehead night save the brewer season checks out and wrote an entire story on grant doing a segment on 
the success of the Brewers since the Page Sporanic bobblehead night. <laughs> and then Good Lord. It got enough attention where like Barstool wrote about it. They talked about it on PMT. And like, you know, shout out to our boy, Grant Bills, for getting yeah. the national media attention. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um and Caleb Williams lists five teams he'll play for. And they all suck. No, they're all actually good. So that's the, the Giants? No. Oh the yeah, Vikings. Giants were there. Giants were there. Yeah, Vikings, yep. Yeah. They Cow- suck. Cowboys, Raiders, Vikings, Giants. Raiders? Yep. Yeah, that's a good team. Um, I mean, they're just he doesn't want to play for the Bears, he doesn't want to play for the Panthers. That's what he's saying. Good. Good for him. Go. All right. My turn, Tom. Uh Tom. Did you know that uh, the world's youngest soccer player, uh, professional soccer player, debuted this past week? No. D- uh, Davion Kimbrough uh, became the youngest U.S. soccer player to make his pro debut. How old? 13. 13 years old. Mm. Holy shit. Um, That's impressive. He played for the USL championship match in the 87th minute of Sacramento Republic's 2-0 win over the Las Vegas Lights. That's a dumb name. Which one? The Lights is worse. Oh, Republic is bad, too. I, I mean... That's like you, a soccer name, though. Wouldn't you just, like, throw elbows on this kid? And my, fuck him up? That's my thought is... I mean... Like, why? Why do you want to play with, like, grown-ass men when you're 13? I mean, you're about to get that money. That's why. How much money are you making in the USL? Uh, that's a good question. Can't be that much. All right, let's, let's see. Let's see. Um, More. He's got a very high net worth compared to the rest of the 13-year-olds in the world. Uh, he is... I don't know. They're not telling me shit. Of course they wouldn't. Okay. But, yeah, that's... That's uh, that's what I would say. Just fuck them kids and just like come in, do like the Antonio Brown stomp. Mm. Uh, next up, Tom, did you hear about the Ohio football coach? No. In a September 20, uh, 22nd match, an Ohio school uh, had apparently <laughs> had his team use the code word of Nazi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he came out. Would and, it be worse to be a code word Nazi? Wasn't there a guy that had a code word Hitler the la- like a couple years ago? Doesn't that sound familiar? Uh, maybe. Is Nazi or Hitler worse? I'm going to say Nazi is. Really? Yeah. Because okay. Nazi encompany, like, encompasses everything. Sure. Right? Sure. No, it makes sense. I understand. I just remember, I feel like I remember that, like, he was like, Hitler, Hitler, Hitler. And that was like a check down or whatever, you know. You ready for more stupid? Yeah. So, uh, Tim Tim McFarland of Brooklyn High School, the former coach, mm-hmm. said that he never meant any offense by using the, the term. And that, quote, it didn't even occur to him that it could be taken as anti-Semitic. Wait, there's a joke in there that he didn't think that there would be any offense with that when he's literally making an offensive audible. Oh, I thought you were going to be uh, that he did not see that coming. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Yeah, there's another one. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, that's just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, you, what if he said, like, Blitzkrieg? Um, well. Oh, my God. McFarland's lawyer, Peter Patakos, which just sounds fake, uh, said that Nazi is often used in football to warn teammates of what is known as a blitz. <laughs> Why would you just say blitz? Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like, what's the fuck? No, I mean, I just got nothing for you when you're using Nazi and, like, I, I can't. <sighs> you know me. I, I like to just play devil's advocate. I just can't on that one. I can't. Yeah, and... I- Again, the McFarland is still conti- continuing to say that he is fine. What's the best audible for a blitz you can think of? Peanut butter chocolate, blitz, Reese's. <laughs> um, Anal. Mm, okay. Craig. Schlitz. Craig. Craig Blitz? That, that's, you're not saying Craig. It's Blitzkrieg. Oh, see Craig. Okay. See now, you, now you're changing it a little bit. Okay. Right. Okay. Blatz. Um, Beer. Uh, wait. Uh, what, what's uh, what's the fucking like phone game? <laughs> Telephone. No, like something blitz. Retro bowl. It's, it's definitely more than just retro bowl. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like Candy Crush Blitz or some oh, shit okay. like that. Okay. Right. Uh, I will say McFarland is 70 years old. Oh, so he's like a Nazi. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that's, that's what it is, right? Oh, I mean, good Lord. I mean, that's kind of what we we concluded after this. Yeah, it's just bad. Okay, just next. bad. Next up. Tom, did you hear about the, the Phillies game guy? Phillies game guy. Yeah, a guy, a Pennsylvania man, was unable to attend the game. Uh, so this was still in the regular season. Between the Phillies and the Pirates the other day, uh, because they turned the security turned him away at the door because he had a swastika on his face. No, 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 no. Oh, he had okay. his emotional support animal though. Oh, it was an alligator. Fucking alligator. Yeah, and it's not tiny. No, like, it's an alligator. It's, it's a big like ass a alligator. Full fucking alligator. The gator is seven years old. What? Yeah, that's um you can't let an alligator into the stadium. I get it. Yeah, he said that the unusually gentle reptile is licensed as an emotional support animal when he went uh under when he went to undergo chemotherapy treatments. What? First of all, uh the guy's name is Joey Henny. He's a former hunting and fishing TV host nice. that used to appear on ESPN Outdoors. Oh. Joey spelled with a Q J O I E. Ew. Just awful. Joy. Joy. Yeah, yeah. No, don't like that. Gator is probably the most intense emotional support animal. Uh, apparently, uh, Wally, because it's Wally Gator. Get it? That's the Hanna-Barbera. Nice. Um, has been to other baseball games. So we assumed that it was okay, said Henny to CNN. Never asked or checked with it, but they only allow service animals such as dogs and horses into the stadium. You bring a whole horse? 
<laughs> what are you gonna do with someone walking with a fucking horse next to you? How does the horse get into the building? Like, what if you're on, like, the nosebleed seats? Like, horses aren't meant to walk upstairs. Literally, yeah, they're not. I don't I don't think that you can bring a horse. That's wild if you can. It says that's what they allowed. That's what Citizen Bank Park states. We should get... Someone reach out to us in Philadelphia, pay for our tickets to fly out there, and Tom, bring a horse. Who Who do we know that plays... In the Philly system. Tristan. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, but he needs to know someone with a horse. <laughs> like, because I want to go to the game with a horse. I know someone that owns a horse. In Philadelphia? Emotional support horse? No, no, we could just ride ride Duncan. Yeah! We could just ride Duncan out there. Duncan. Yeah. Spelt like Duncan Donuts. Okay. Legit, right? Yeah, emotional support gators wild. <laughs> so stupid. Anything else? No, that's pretty much it. Okay. Um, Did you hear that the Packers worked out James Robinson, though, for running back? Uh, Cool. It doesn't matter anymore. Um, we saw oh, I wouldn't. We're never going to win another game. Wow. And Jordan Love is going to be traded for a box of donuts. Uh, okay. That's kind of like Tom needs an emotional support alligator. Only if I can bring it into Miller Park. Um, all right. It'll do it for us. Uh, episode 139 in the books. Thank you guys so much for listening. I know you had a great time because I had a great time. All right. Uh, if you guys want to download us, make sure you guys check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Podbean, Pandora, Google Podcasts. Um, Stitcher. Oh. oh dead. Just start putting this up on OnlyFans. Um. You know what we'll do? We'll do this whole podcast, but we'll just have cameras on our feet. We'll do it on OnlyFans. I feel like there's a market for that, no? Yes. Yes, there is. Especially my weird ass feet. They'd love it. Yeah. Have you ever do you know what I you know what I made your daughter laugh today by saying my pinky toe looks like an Among Us character. Look at that. Ew, no, look, I'm not look. looking. Just look right there. No. It does though. Uh. <laughs> Uh, all right anyway thank you guys so much for listening (laughs) and how do i wrap the show up even before i chairshot.com oh that's right so if you don't want to download us make sure you guys listen to us on the chairshot.com that's it yep peace every time we do it y'all we do it with fire sports podcast